podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is not the outcome that he wanted. In fact, so much so as he admits he came to accept the offer they were giving, which is the offer he'd originally turned down, because he started to realise they're not going back on this. You know, there isn't a better offer coming. So he went to them, and I don't want to go too far down this this route, but I'm going to say it. He went to them with his tail between his legs and said, OK, then. And then they said, no, it's gone. You've missed it. And I think essentially what he's saying is that he overreached in negotiations. He overreached negotiations, which, by the way, is fair enough, because in, in all sorts of business negotiations, all sorts of contractual negotiations, there are points at which you pull a little bit harder or the other side pulls a little bit harder and you, you, in theory you meet somewhere in between. What I think stands these negotiations out in a way was that there was one offer there was from the club, one offer from Ramesses, and that was it. It never changed from that point. There was no moving towards the middle. Um, Partly, of course, because actually what they were offering was exactly the same thing, except that one was saying for two years and one was saying for one year. And eventually Ramos accepted. But that's it. The bottom line is he misjudged these contract negotiations. That said, of course, at the point at which you misjudge the contract negotiations, even if you pass a deadline that's put down and for whatever reason you you haven't seen or you haven't understood or you haven't realised that that was real, I suspect more to the point you didn't think they would actually impose it. I think that's the thing. I think deep down you didn't really take it seriously enough. Um, and at that point, you go back and they say, no, it's gone. And I think, of course, at that point, if the club had really, really wanted Ramos to continue, then they could have said, all right, let's just get this done then. And they didn't. But of course, by then, they'd signed David Alaba. And that's, I think, an important point here. Uh, Sergio Ramos insisting, and he said it on various occasions, that I didn't realise this offer had a time limit, quite literally in Spanish, a date of expiring. Let me read. Yeah, you. yeah, a best before date, isn't yeah. it? Like on a like on a yogurt or something. Yeah. <laughs> like on a yogurt. Uh, let me read you a tweet from El Transistor, which is one of the big late night radio stations here in Spain. It's quoting their Real Madrid reporter Fernando Burgos, him of. Uh, the famous question to Amaric Laporte, do you feel yes, Spanish enough true, to, yeah. Yeah. to play for Spain? This is from the 13th of March, OK? This is from Fernando Burgos. He says, Real Madrid are urging Sergio Ramos to respond to the offer that they've made of one year's contract with a 10% salary reduction before the 31st of March. If he doesn't reply, the offer disappears. That's on the 13th of March. Mm. It seems a little difficult to fathom and to believe that if Fernando Burgos knew this and he said it on one of the biggest radio stations in Spain yeah. it's very strange that Sergio Ramos would not know this. Exactly, which is why it comes back to um, to the conclusion that we came to a minute ago which is not so much that Ramos didn't know this as that he didn't believe it was really real. You know, He didn't believe that they wouldn't back down at some point. Now I think you have to put this into the context of previous contract negotiations. Um, and I think you have to put it into the context of previous contract negotiations for a number of reasons. And I, I, I don't want to go kind of too in-depth or too Machiavellian about this, but let's sort of do some of that. In 2015, and I, I feel like I want to make this point because um, I was in the middle of this. In 2015, Sergio Ramos was incredibly close to going to Manchester United and ended up staying at Real Madrid and signing a new contract. And the reason why I say I want to point this out is because all the way through that summer, I was writing this story. And when he eventually stayed, I obviously got pelters. 
you know, well, what, what do you know? You're an idiot. Sergio Ramos has clearly just used Real Madrid to go to Manchester United. As I think I've said before, but let me say again now because it's an opportune time. He did not use Real Madrid that time to get a better contract. That was the upshot of it. But he did not use Real Madrid. He went into a meeting with Florentino Perez in a hotel in China where Real Madrid were on tour and said, I want to go. Let me go. And there was a long meeting. That meeting was more than four hours long between them, in which they shouted at each other, called each other names, and in which basically Florentino Perez said, this, by the way, was the summer. You've already mentioned um, the, the, the time that it's taken and the time it's taken other players uh, to leave Real Madrid. And, and that was the summer that Ica Casillas left. And that was really quite badly handled. And Florentino Perez was in a position where if my captain goes and the guy who's going to step into his place as captain also goes, I create, a, if you like, a political problem for myself and a, and a leadership problem within the club that's really quite significant. And essentially what he'd said to Ramos was, listen, I can't let you go. If you go, I will have to follow you. And that is not happening. Uh, Real Madrid is the... Uh, Real Madrid is the... I'm, I'm trying to say this without swearing because there was a lot of swearing involved. Real Madrid is the only thing, the only effing thing that, that matters to me. Nothing else. You know, I don't care what you say. You are not going. I cannot let you go. And so he stays. But of course, in return for that, there's a bit of give and take. He gets this fantastic new contract. Then in 2019, and this is the one that I find more baffling, to be honest, because at that time in 2015, you could sort of understand it. They'd won the, the Dethima. Maybe it was time to go while he still could get a really big contract. It was Manchester United. He was very excited about that as a prospect and so on. Um, and as it turned out, by the way, he certainly dodged a bullet because Man United went into a huge mess with Luis van Gaal. And Sergio Ramos immediately went on a free-season Champions League winning run as captain. So, so it, it's fair to say it worked out. In 2019, we got another set of negotiations win. And this one, as I say, is much more baffling. Ramos goes to Real Madrid and says, I want you to let me go to China for free. For free, by the way. Uh, I can't remember which club it was. I must confess. I'm sorry about that. Um, and... It, 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 to be honest, it's not important. No, not really. Uh, and, 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 and Florentino Perez doesn't just say no, because that would have been possibly the end of it. He says, uh, all right, so you want me to let you go for free? Go and tell them to bring me a transfer fee and then we can talk about it. So, of course, if you like, the, the, the emotional way in which this is managed is different. Not only that, but there is a press conference and so some of these things then get said publicly. And it actually gets said publicly by Florentino Perez, who's a president who says a lot without publicly saying hardly anything at all. This time says publicly, I couldn't let my captain go for free. In other words, had, the, had someone come with money because it sets a terrible precedent. What happens? He ends up signing a new contract. At that, That's also in that, sorry, in that press conference, we've got the famous line from Sergio Ramos. Exactly. Very famous uh, mark of front cover with the quote, I would play for free. Real Madrid. Exactly. Now, of course, at that point, he obviously he wouldn't actually play for free. But I think, <laughs> I think, I think the point was that, you know, he, he's OK, I'm staying. I'm satisfied with this. But I think and this is where information becomes a bit closer to interpretation or analysis. So, so this isn't based okay. on absolutely hard and fast information. I think, in fact, I feel like I have very little doubt in my own mind. But again, this is interpretive. That when you've had those two negotiations that have gone Sergio Ramos's way, you're not going to have a third go his way. You are not going to have a third go his way. You, uh, as President Florentino Pérez is not going to allow that to happen. Quite apart from all those other questions, and by the way, I think it's entirely legitimate, that are to do with management of a club. 
Social Podcast Network.